This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. This week I'm coming to you from not my house to talk to you about pitching agents and readers. Now, I talk a lot about pitching agents through the querying process, but that's not the only way to pitch agents. Apparently, agents are human beings that you can see in person, like at conventions and things. Who knew? Also, agents aren't the only ones you have to pitch. Agents typically pitch um, publishing houses on your behalf, and once you have a novel out, you have to pitch to the readers. So first up, I'm going to share six new tips for pitching agents, and then we'll get into a few general tips. <clears throat> so here are my six new tips for pitching agents. So first off, in person, if you're not a very social person, it's okay to keep your pitch short. Actually, if you are a social person, start off with something short. If they ask for more, have more to share, make it coherent. People like coherent and organized thoughts, unlike my rambling. Second, um, this is more of a refresher for those of you who have uh, heard me talk about the querying process before, but um, in your, your querying letter, you should, in the story portion, um, the first paragraph should focus on the main character or characters, the setting, and the inciting incident, while the second chapter should be focused on the escalation. You don't want to get all the way to the climax of the story in the pitch. You're just trying to get interest to get them to start reading your novel. So, um, our next tip is something that really surprised me. Apparently, it's okay to have a question in your query. Who knew? I've been querying and learning about the querying process for years, and I always hear no rhetorical questions. And therefore, I just stayed away from all questions whatsoever, none of them in my query. But apparently, it's okay to have a question in your query, especially in the summary sentence. When you're summarizing what's happening in your story, you can end with something like, will Carol finish dinner before the store closes or will she find herself locked in forever? I mean, clearly the stakes are going to be a little more realistic than that, but you get the general gist. Um, fourth tip, a strong voice of a character in your query is a dangerous thing, but if you do it right, it can work. Just like every rule in writing, if you do it well enough, you can get away with almost anything. But for the rest of us, you might want to try and invoke the character and the feel of your story through word choice and um, descriptive words uh, in your query rather than going all in with a particular character voice. It can really confuse agents and that annoys them and means that they're more likely to pass on your query. So tip five for querying agents is only describe your background and or education if it has 
has something to do with the novel, if it shines through, are you writing about a particular culture or region that you've studied? Put that in. Are you um, writing children um, or, you know, schools and you're a teacher or a parent? You can go ahead and add that in. But if your background doesn't have anything at all to do with your story, it's okay to leave it out. Your bio can be as brief as, I write from the DC metro area. Thank you for your time and consideration. The end. Okay, no, you, you probably want to say sincerely and then your name and contact information, but you get the gist. So, um, that's, um, and finally, my sixth tip on querying agents is to remember or learn now that a lot of publishing houses are actually more looking for duologies or uh, solo books than they are series. A series is a big investment, especially for a debut author who has no following. Um, so publishing houses are far more likely and looking for solo books or uh, duologies. And if those settle well, then they might be interested in more in that world with those characters, who knows? Maybe something else entirely, but prove yourself before you get them to commit to that 12 book overarching theme that takes you through the civilization of whatever. So next, pitching readers. Well, there's only one thing you really have to remember, and that's if you're going to be selling on Amazon. Amazon only shows the first two lines of your blurb, no matter how amazing it is and how it pulls in the readers. The preview text is only the first two lines. Make them count. So uh, our final tip is more general. It's about no matter who you're pitching. There are only two things your pitch has to accomplish. It needs to show how your story is distinct from other stuff in its genre and at the same time, show how your story fits in the market. It feels like these two things are at odds, but you want certain genres have certain expectations. And if you fail to meet the reader's expectations, they're going to mark you down in stars. So you want to have the readers given what they're expecting. But if it's too derivative, they're going to get bored. They're going to think, oh, I've read this a million times. Why am I investing in this book? either the agent or the reader. So you, you just need to show how you're different and show how you're the same at the same time. So these were more notes from the titular panel at uh, Balticon 53, and I'm still not done. I attended all the panels at Balticon 53, so you don't have to. Um, let me know in the comments below what pitching tips work for you and which ones kind of don't do anything. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.